1: Sid! Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Deuce and Jerry Reko are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry.
0: Uh, what do you say, Al and Jerry with you for a podcast. Now, we did the warm-up this morning, and it was spectacular because there were a lot of cool topics to discuss, and that'll be coming up. After this, so don't go anywhere. But the two of us had a couple of interesting weekends, sir. How
1: are you? Uh, very good, Jerry. So uh, I came up last week on the show that at a Craig Carton TikTok stop charity event, uh, my girlfriend Gina, she uh, she bid on and won Keith Urban tickets. Yes. For the Barclays Center, and that concert was Saturday night. So um, last minute she realized that there were four tickets, not two tickets. So we thought, oh, Let's sell a pair of tickets, which I fully supported, which you fully supported that the the charity already got their money. Uh, Let's sell the other two tickets. So we'll go to dinner or whatever that sort of thing. But that was brought up on the show and was frowned upon in that if we did indeed sell those two tickets, we would have to give that money to charity. Crap. Craig's charity. Well, either way, I wasn't able to do that because I had to actually go into the building to get the tickets. So whoever was going to come with me would have had to have come with me. Right. So no one came with me. So we had four tickets for two people. So we did something, Jerry, which I now feel like I'm going to do for every concert. Okay. That is buy four tickets for every show. And that way you sit in the middle two seats of the four. Then you have a bumper on each side of you. Better than box seats, better than front row seats, as long as the people respect that empty seat. No, they do. Well, I have the ticket for it.
0: I'm uh, sorry, no, no, my I'm, friends... I'm...
1: I would say like this. My friend's coming to sit there. Okay. Or I'd call the
0: usher over. This person does not have this seat. And then you're going to spend the next three hours next to someone Fighting. that's angry with you. Yes.
1: But it worked out. It was luxurious not having someone on my side or Gina's side. It was lovely, Jerry. So you had yourself a good time in Brooklyn. We had ourselves Again. a good time. We did have... We did fancy ourselves charity, peep, charitable that, that day, we thought before the show started, let's go to the upper deck and grant a... Uh, we were looking for a single mom with her daughter. Which
0: is a very nice gesture, by the way.
1: How'd that, that we, go? Well, uh, We were going to look to see if uh, we can get one of those and bring them down with us to sit close by.
0: And, you, and that didn't work too
1: well? No, it was mostly all drunk people up on that upper deck. So uh, <laughs> we didn't find... We, put it this way, we didn't see anybody that we thought we'd want sitting next to us. Right. So we just took the bumper. But I'm just saying I, you know, I'm not one to spend money on wasteful things. But I'm saying if I was on the rich side and I was buying like someone who would normally spend their money on a box seat, like in a luxury box. Yeah. I'm saying just buy a cushioned seat next to you on each side, it's beautiful. Well maybe what we start
0: doing too is you can start buying when you're in your uh girlfriend travel yes, you should sure. buy the third seat as well and not be so cheap
1: on an airplane yeah that's you can a take great the three idea three
0: seats yes you buy the middle seat you take the window she's got the aisle or vice versa
1: right and now you've got comfort for however long the flight is the only problem is i believe with flights now thanks to these loser terrorists you have to register a person for that seat and i don't know that i can register myself twice for a seat i'm not sure how that works i know my brother has done it because if you don't show up like, let's say I put that name that seat under Jerry Recco. Right. And I know full well you're not coming, but right. I know that's it. The airline, when you don't show up, will, will sell that seat or give it to somebody on the standby list.
0: I'm pretty sure
1: you can call the airline and buy the ticket. Now, you're right. I don't know if you can do it electronically. You're you may- saying I could call the airline and buy that extra and, and, thing. And
0: my brother hasn't done it in a while. But I know for a fact he has done it in the past. So he likes to be
1: luxurious. Well, and yeah, I mean, my out. brother
0: used to be a power lifter, so my brother oh, so he's is a, a big, big dude, and he just prefers to be able to put that stupid bar up. Oh, and, it's lovely, and sit comfortably for especially if he's going to California. Yes, where we have family. He doesn't want to be squeezed in for five and a half hours. So he'll buy the extra seat, even if it costs him an extra three or four hundred bucks. He's single. He's got the money, and he don't mind spending it. Right but it's been a while maybe the, maybe it's not allowed anymore i don't know it is know.
1: luxurious and speaking of luxury jerry you you texted me over well, the weekend
0: i didn't say luxury let's oh. not let's not link this to luxury oh it's not luxurious so just to put this in perspective all right and i'm not doing this for anybody to cry me a river I, this is not the point of this so i was in chicago on wednesday night for rutgers there for rutgers had a wonderful night's sleep But then was up all day Thursday, did the basketball game at DePaul, 8.30 New York time, left the arena, straight to the airport, got here at the radio station, did not sleep all night, got to the radio station at 2.30. uh, And then after the show was over, I ran home, took a nap, then drove to Rhode Island for a football game with Columbia Saturday. Point of all that is, to put it in perspective,
1: my body was a little screwed up.
0: I think that's fair to say.
1: Yes, your sleep patterns were off, you weren't sleeping, you were
0: traveling. No doubt. So, on a normal week, my body pretty much knows when I'm going to eat Mm -hmm. and when the escape's coming. Got it. For lack of a better term. Evacuation. The evacuation, the escape, whatever you want to call it. Yep, that too. Uh, My body had no idea what the hell was going on this week. So, you know, I'm in the hotel Saturday morning in Providence, and I'm like, all right, well, I set my alarm for 7 a.m. because I was asleep by 10. I mean, I I drove all night. I was exhausted. Set my alarm for 7. I figured i will make a cup of coffee in the room. And then I'll have
1: that happen. How does that go? The, the This coffee in the room, I never feel like it's it's going to be good had coffee. The Keurig was
0: awesome. Had a little personal. Oh, it was a Keurig. It's awesome. A per, a little but then personal. you have only that
1: fake creamer. Uh, no, I had little coffee mates. But they're creamers. I don't like yes. that. I like the a nice The same ones milk. that we have
0: here. And I only yeah. use one, so do I. Can. All right. Doesn't bother me. When you got nothing else, it's easier than having to get up and go out and get it.
1: You got a nice so I made a cup of coffee.
0: It was quite good. I enjoyed it. And nothing. Didn't go to the bathroom. No. So you hang out until 9 o'clock. Body feels fine. And then I realized I forgot pants to go to the game. That's a problem.
1: Did you have pants on so, at all?
0: I mean, I, I drove in Rhode Island in jeans. Oh, okay. I was not going to go do the game in jeans. But you weren't pantsless driving. No, no. I put pants on for the drive. Okay. I just put the jeans on that I drove down in. And I'm like... You wanted slacks. Let me go to Walmart. I got to find somewhere. I didn't know where I was in the area. I'm not going to go to a shopping mall. I figured to put Walmart in. I saw nine tenths of a mile. I'm in. Perfect. So I'm in Walmart in Providence, Rhode Island. Great place, by the way. When all of a sudden, what I wanted to have happen 30 minutes prior hit me the bowel movement. So now at this point, what do you do? I have checked out of the hotel. My next stop is Brown Stadium that was built, I believe, in 1914 or 1915. Brown Stadium? Yes. Brown, and you had a poop? Is that really where we're going? Bears Stadium. Oh, all right. And that bathroom in the press box where the uh, we do the game from has a pull chain.
1: You're familiar with it.
0: Well, I mean, you still urinate. I mean, you still oh, go to the yes, bathroom you when you're there. You're sitting there for five or six hours all right. in the midst of a four-hour game. So, yeah, I mean, you have to use the bathroom to it, uh, especially old, you're drinking water like crazy. It's an
1: old toilet.
0: It is horrendous. It's literally a pull chain. All right, and if you lean on the side, you might go through the small little wooden wall that they have, and you're how many, you know, how many feet up in the air? Ain't no way, that's happening. Let me check out the Walmart. I honestly have nowhere else to go. Nothing. I don't know what to do. The, I can't wait until I get 200 miles home at you know 8 p.m. or that's not luxury. as it turned out 9:30. All right. So as it turned out, the bathroom was fine in Walmart. What wasn't fine was the guy next to me who, as we're sitting there doing business... There were two people pooping at the same time in There was another guy in the, in the Walmart, yeah. Wow. His phone rings. Of course, he picks it up. And this call turned ugly quick. I'm at Walmart. What do you mean you can't find me? Where are you? Oh, you're at the store. You came to look for me. I'm at Walmart. And I can't hear on the other end. Finally, he just loses it and I'm not going to repeat this because Eddie or Tom Izzo will clip it and I'll never hear the we end sure of it. sure will. But he finally had to yell to his significant other what he was doing and where he was to where not three minutes later, a female voice comes to the entrance of the bathroom. Charlie, are you in there? Are you lying to me? And then he's like, Go away. And I'm sitting there like, what is this? You want to talk about just having stage fright, tense moments? (laughs) I would not have been able to go. So she apologized and she walked away. Did you get an apology? The end of it. She interrupted your apology. Everything worked out just fine. I was able to do the game with a normal stomach. All right. And away we went. I walk out. I, at this point, have to change my pants. I got to take the jeans off. Because you pooped in them? No, Al, because oh, I had wanted my to dress jeans nice. on and I bought my pants at Walmart. What do, so. what do pants cost
1: at the Walmart? What would you purchase? Like uh, slacks?
0: Well, ironically enough, I wound up getting uh, black Wranglers that they're not jeans. I don't know what the hell material they are, but they look like slacks, especially with a long overcoat on and black shoes. They looked fine. They're like 20 bucks nice i thought i was going to spend more 20 bucks i was thrilled wranglers so uh, as the last part of the story before i bore you any longer so at this point i got to get in the car i got to get changed and all i can ever think of is you know man gets you know pulls his pants down and then the car or something and a cop comes by. so i gotta make sure i'm there where there's no cars i don't want kids around nothing like that so i go park at the back of the parking because you have a small automobile i do i do when i used to have the avalanche i had tinted windows in the back i could whatever this, there's you can't hide. Nowhere to hide. So I go in the back of the parking lot, and literally as I hit park, I start taking the pants out of the bag, and some jackass pulls up next to me and parks the car. I think it was someone that worked there, and they were parking as far as they could. I'm like, all right, can't do that. Now I got to move the car again. I go over to the left side of the parking lot where there's nothing, and a couple of workers come out in like a tractor trailer. To this was quite the conundrum. I finally found a spot. I got changed, and all was good, but... I thought immediately, this is something for Al
1: on Monday morning. The any type of public pooping story. Okay, fine. I'm in 100%. The whole whole experience.
0: To me, the story was A, my stomach was a mess, but B, the guy and his girlfriend
1: was just uncomfortable. They don't sound like they're in a trusting relationship. Uh, No. Those two. I would say probably not.
0: Hmm. Nice, Nice story, though. Hmm. The Walmart couldn't find binoculars though. I was looking for better binoculars. They yeah. didn't sell
1: binoculars. I thought that was at the weird. Walmart. At the Walmart, I would have just got a uh, telescope. I feel like they do the same thing.
0: <laughs> I don't need to see the kids'
1: pimples on their faces. Oh, you just, just want to be able to see, see the closer. game better. All right, <laughs> a telescope. Jerry, are you familiar with Stephen Hawking? <laughs> yes, of course. He's the uh, the, the renowned like uh, some sort of scientist, right? Right. He uh, came out uh, this past week and said that. Uh, we need to continue space exploration. Why? Because he feels that the Earth will be uninhabitable within one thousand years. Now, when I heard this, I took this as good news. <laughs> I was like, "A thousand years? I got plenty of time then." <laughs> the Earth might not be here in a thousand. Right? Like years. I wouldn't even think. Of, that's the problem. Is nobody on the planet now will obviously be here in a thousand years? No. So we don't. What I would be fearful of is if he said. We better find a place to move to within the next seven years. I agree. That'd be freak like, out. Holy crap! What are we doing? Right. But a thousand years, this is a non-story. And plus, you're someone who—I mean, that's—I
0: don't think I'm speaking out of turn here. Probably, you're someone who likes credit when you do something. Yes. You if want I do to a good the deed, credit
1: for it. Someone. T- so if you got
0: something going in the year 2016, mm-hmm. you're not really going to reap any of the rewards for it, but right. posthumously. You might in the year 2116. Right. No. Is that right? 2000, no, 3016. Got to go another thousand years. Yes. What does that do for you, really? Nothing.
1: So why bother? <laughs> even if I had, like, I wouldn't even be concerned with your children, Jerry, because they're not going to live to be a thousand.
0: Uh, I hope they do, but I don't think so.
1: Probably not. Uh, so yeah, you don't even have to not. worry about them. Never so, so get back never. to me, Stephen Hawking, when it's something that affects my life. Now,
0: why are we so enamored with trying to explore space? Like, are there people that really think we're going to start building office yes. buildings on Mars? Yes. Why? I don't know. Like, if they Less told traffic. you you can live a really peaceful, wealthy life on Mars, mm-hmm. but you've got to go next year to Mars. No, right? I'm out. Or t- no whatever. Could you ever envision yourself getting on a space rocket? No. And flying to Mars and then looking from a far Earth to live there? No chance. Like, who wants to do that? Weirdos. Like, who's the first person? I mean, all right, clearly someone had to get on a boat and go discover other islands. Fine. Right. I get that. But this is
1: like space. Take your mask off and you're dead. And you're gone. Yeah. I don't know who would be into that, but there, there are people be signed up. There are people signed up to take uh, trips to Mars. They're I wouldn't crazy. even do that. Why? I don't want to leave the country, right? Let alone the Earth. I'm not going to leave the Earth. Could you imagine? No, I would not. I want no part of that. Do I have time for this story before you go run off to ten ten wins and then I edit it and act like we never left? Uh, you got sixty seconds. All right. There's a a man in France, ninety four years old. He was a uh, rampaged and and a, and killed by a. Crazy sheep. <laughs> Did you have any idea that sheep could kill a human? Uh, I would think any animal could probably kill a human. But and they, not any animal, any normal animal. S- they seem so meek and mild, the sheep. Apparently I mean, not. We we, she- we shear them, and they don't attack us. I don't know. So why would this sheep attack this gentleman? Maybe he 94. grabbed his balls. The sheep balls? Yes. Um. No, he was uh, just knocked to the ground. He was, And then the uh, sheep furiously attacked him. Well, he had a bad day. Yeah, he had a terrible Maybe day. Maybe a
0: sheep's girlfriend was uh, running around Walmart and he couldn't find her.
1: He made it all the way to 94 without w- on this earth and a sheep oh, killed him. Oh, that's how he died? Yes. That sucks. So well, mm-hmm. I didn't know that's how the story ends. Yes, ended. Jerry, it ends on, in a in a man dying. Yuck. From a very aggressive sheep. So be careful of sheep. Let others do the shearing.
0: Jeez, Al. You know what they call
1: that. What's that, Jerry?
0: That's a bad story. Wow. Bad. Bad, Al. Bad. That would be an interesting way to go. No, it wouldn't. Oh, it wouldn't. There's only one interesting way to go. Peacefully in your sleep. To go to sleep one night when every morning is a gift. Like, you ever meet, like, older people? How you doing? I woke up this morning. I'm doing wonderful. Right. I think when you get to anywhere over 80, maybe 85, I think at that point, and depending upon your health, I think at that point, every morning you wake up, you open your eyes and say, thank the heavens for another day. Hey, I made it. I made another day. And I think at that point, if the other day doesn't come, your family's at peace and everybody's good.
1: Whether that's the fault of a sheep or a disease or whatever it is. As
0: opposed to, hey, Ma, Dad got maimed by a sheep. Yeah. I
1: mean. (laughs) Trampled and murdered by a sheep. (laughs) Jerry, that is a... How'd you say it? Bad story? Bad. This is a good story, and it involves Thanksgiving. A gentleman in Phoenix, 17-year-old kid, uh, he got a uh, text message claiming to be, Hey, it's your grandma. Would you like to come over for Thanksgiving? Now, he didn't think it was his grandma, so he asked for a picture. To which the uh, older gal sent a photo of herself, and no, that was not his grandmother. Okay. She had uh, texted the wrong uh, number in uh, Arizona. All right. She texted her the wrong grandson. So sh- they had made to him, oh, that's the wrong one. He said, quote, can I still get a plate, though? Can I still come over for Thanksgiving? To which she said, yes, come on by. So they've made plans where he's going to <laughs> stop by their home for Thanksgiving. You would never do that. Uh I which part? You would never go to a stranger's house like that. I would not. Of course. Did you ever find yourself in life where you were uh by yourself or away from the holidays for Thanksgiving and went to somebody else's house that wasn't really a relative? Yes. You have. What was yes. the circumstance?
0: Um was it Christmas Eve? I, I guess it wasn't a holiday. I think it was two days before Christmas. A girl I was seeing in high school, I ended up at a family party on like the 23rd. And it was so different than the way my family does things. And it was it was a blast. It was actually a lot of fun. But I remember going like, Ugh. you know, it's like anything. Until you go and you know it, you're kind of apprehensive about it. Right. And so it's, do I go, do I not go? All right, we'll go. And then five minutes in, you realize, good decision. This was fun. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's not exactly what you're talking about, but along the kind same of. lines. Every other holiday, I'm either spending with my family or by myself. Right. Like Thanksgiving. You'll be by yourself this Thanksgiving? I'm always by myself on Thanksgiving. Oh, because you work the Cowboys games. Six years in a row, Cowboys football. So that knocks Thanksgiving out. And I'm trying to think, too. No, even in the past, even the the thing we referenced this morning when I worked at WJDM in Elizabeth and I worked that Thanksgiving day, even that I was with the family and we started things earlier because I had to leave at 3.15. So they had dinner at 2.45 instead of 4 o'clock. So that wasn't awful. That was like a half day alone. But no, I don't think I've really ever spent a holiday by myself.
1: When I was uh, living in, uh, when I first moved to the outside of Tampa in Florida, and uh, I would like to go home to see my family on Christmas break. Okay. So I wouldn't go home Thanksgiving, because that's total chaos.
0: No, the airports are miserable.
1: Yeah, and it was a, it would be a short turnaround, so I would wait until I had a full week to go home.
0: All right, because you weren't making money like now, where you could fly privately, so you
1: were still exactly, probably flying Jerry. commercial back then. I was making $16,000 <laughs> a year in Right, Tampa. not a week. Not Right, th- a year. And uh, so... The the first year or two, I had Thanksgiving by myself. I think I made uh, Stouffer's pizza. You didn't even make, like, turkey. I didn't, because I was like, I don't even sure how to make that. Right. Uh, and then after that, a guy I worked with at the radio station knew that I was going to be by myself, so he invited me, and I didn't know him that well when he first invited me. And he invited me to his uh, brother's house, where they have Thanksgiving. And I... And I took my weirdness and I thought, I'm going to do this because I was a very nice gesture and I'm going to be by myself. And it was great, like you were saying. Like I went I'm sure to this you guy's were very house, apprehensive about it. Very apprehensive. Right. And then I went to their house for Thanksgiving for like the next couple of years. See that? And it was very cool. And you found friends But I always right. think that's nice when people offer that to somebody on Thanksgiving. That depends on who you're offering it to. Exactly. You got to be careful who you offer it to. But it's nice when people are kind of stranded to offer them a uh, a Thanksgiving dinner.
0: Yeah, you don't want people to be alone.
1: Yeah, I couldn't imagine doing that now. But when I was younger, <laughs> well, now you—I think I'd be much now nicer. Now you have the power to actually do it.
0: Right, you're an adult. You could offer people to your pad in Basking Ridge. Well, I go. I don't. And want then to. the two of you could have a nice Thanksgiving dinner together. Meal,
1: just me and a stranger and watching football. Well, that football being on is a very big help. It does help. There's a barrier. There is a barrier. Yes. There's something to talk about. And you'd be all good. And I'd be
0: all good. And probably 10 years from now, you might even be able to have like a hologram in between you guys that is the TV screen. Perfect. And you could be staring at that while eating the turkey.
1: Right. (laughs) Is that it? Well, I have one more thing I could do briefly. Briefly. This is a story of, uh, the headline is, here are the greatest masturbation euphemisms from around the world. Okay. Like here in America, we might say uh, uh, choking your chicken. Right. That's an American. Right. Grease phrase, the monkey. Uh, spanking the monkey. Yep, that too. So here's some of uh, what they say in other countries. Uh, in Russia, they call uh, they call it greeting the unemployed. That's a saying that they use for masturbation. Okay, I don't get that. Okay. In Sweden, wax the salami. Okay, these are lame. mm mm-hmm. uh, Let's see. In Poland, they say, hit the German on the helmet.
0: Boy, these farmers are (laughs) stupid.
1: How about this one in Finland? This is my personal favorite. In fact, I might try starting this around here. In Finland, uh, their masturbation euphemism is to play the leather bassoon. No, you don't like that one? I hope hope you do that one day. I'm going to probably just edit this whole thing out. How about this one, Jerry? No, you're not editing this out. Milk the cow. They say that in France. Mm-hmm. How about grab the penis and stroke it? All right. Good luck with that. Not showing up somewhere. <laughs> there's, By the way, I'm safe with that. <laughs> there's no, that's because that's not arable. Because it gets dumped. That's not arable. You're right. right. In Thailand, they say pulling on a kite string. Wow. They have pe- small penises, huh? And in Denmark. A kite string? I'll give they don't you... think much of themselves. <laughs> and finally, Jerry, in Denmark beat up the Cyclops.
0: (laughs) See, you saved the best for
1: last. Uh, And the best is coming
0: up next. The warm-up with me and Al from this morning. It was fabulous. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow. Say what you got to say. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Oh, good morning, Al. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Well, we've got a race in the NFC East. The Giants with another win yesterday. The Cowboys winning too. The Redskins won last night. Kind of getting fun. Giants have won five in a
1: row. Yes, I'm still not impressed with the Giants' victories. A win is a win is I a win. I understand the win is a win is a win, but, the, you know, the Bears were still hanging around under two minutes. Well, oh, and how about when Cutler hits the guy down the right sideline, he barely gets
0: nudged out of bounds and you're thinking, All right, maybe he got something here. I, I know what you're saying. The one thing I take from yesterday is I look at Jay Cutler and I say, He might be a good quarterback if he had an offensive line and some talent around him.
1: Right. They are not good. They're not very good, but they were in that ball game the entire day. They were. And that's not good. Defense played hard,
0: but the Giants made the plays. I thought there was uh, one thing that came out of this game that I thought was really good in terms of communication. Giants went for it, I think, two times on fourth down in the first half. And after the game, Eli said that before the game, McAdoo went to him and said, listen, we get inside the 30 with these wins. We're going for it on fourth down. So the team was ready for it. They knew what they had to do. And I thought that might be a little thing, but I thought that was something good to hear uh, from Eli and
1: McAdoo. I still think the Giants are due for a very big letdown. There's no, and I think way, I know that's coming no, this Sunday it, against the Browns. It. I legitimately think they straight up based lose on, this but based game. On what based though? on the NF based on the NFL, has a way of evening things out <laughs> when when it doesn't make sense. And this would not make sense if you look at the Giants' defense and the Browns, whoever will be quarterbacking. I guess that Josh day. McCown will be quarterbacking, right? Cody right. Kessler's out, but they, and they've hung around a, a bunch of games. The Browns. Yeah, the Giants are just due for a clunker. They've been winning those close games that they lost all last year because their defense is so much better.
0: Yes, I mean that's it. Even even the interception by Collins, yeah, it was Landon Collins had the interception to pretty much seal the game yesterday. He's just finding his way to the football. Is it was at five interceptions last four games now? And so I, I hear what you're saying, and you could sit there and look at the Steelers and Browns yesterday. Oh, it's a little close, and then all of a sudden it's not. I mean, they're 0-11. They're brutal. I know, but
1: everyone's already discounted this Browns. Uh, everyone, Moose, uh, all the uh, guys in sure. the uh, middays, afternoons, everyone's like, well, and they got the Browns next week. That's a win. So they're going to start December at whatever record, you know, 8-3. and three. And then the
0: Cowboy Williams the week after that, is it not? Or is there one before that? I forget. No, I think the Cowboys have the Vikings the week after that on Thursday Night Football, then the Giants. So whoever the Giants have in between, I'm not sure. But they do have the Browns next week. Hey, listen, they get to 8-3. and three. Let's assume for a second the Cowboys win on Thanksgiving. Not that I would assume that because the Redskins are good, but just for the sake of this argument. If the Cowboys got to 10-1... and one, the giant. let's just say the Giants win a game that they should win. I mean, the Browns are only, I don't know,
1: 0-11. Right. And what are the chances that they go 0-16? <laughs> good. Oh, they're good. Have you seen them? Oh, They're not great. They're
0: really bad. I mean, aside from, you know, Crowell's okay and aside Pryor's okay, they've got some players. They're not good, though. I mean, they're 0-11. Okay, so you got assume... a big Cowboy-Giant matchup. If the Cowboys slip up in Minnesota, which is on the table. I know the Vikings had lost four in a row, but they won yesterday, although they had a kickoff return for a touchdown and a pick 100 yards back for a touchdown. All of a sudden, if the Cowboys go into that Giant game with two losses, Giants have three, it's right there for the Giants. They'd have the tiebreaker since they're the only team that beat them so far this year. Could it's they It's fun.
1: It? Yes, it is fun. But will they sweep the Cowboys this year? Probably not.
0: Why not? Let, let me tell you something about uh, the Cowboy-Giant rivalry. You never, ever, ever know. You just don't. I think nineteen what was it, nineteen eighty eight, the Giants were a good football team and the Cowboys were garbage. Cowboys won three games that year. Two times they beat the Giants. You never know. Division then, rivals, man.
1: And then I saw Joe Flacco yesterday post game.
0: Oh, you want to hear this? Cowboys Ravens. Yeah. Who uh
1: what was that, twenty seven?
0: 27-17, and the Ravens could not stop them in the second half. Here was Joe Flacco after the game. We should beat this team. I mean, and I'm not I'm not kidding.
1: Based on what?
0: I don't know. I really don't know. They had one good drive where they went down the field in six plays, went 90 yards, scored a touchdown. They scored another touchdown, and that was it. And the, the second touchdown they scored came, l- not late, but midway through the fourth quarter to get them within seven, and then the Cowboys go on a seven-minute drive to where Baltimore had three cracks where they had Dallas at third down to get off the field, and Prescott made the throw every time to to open guys and they go down, they take it all the way to under two minutes, they kick the field goal game over. I don't know what he's talking
1: about. Did you see there was a church in Dallas that had the Cowboy game on the screen? I thought that was awesome. During service. Tremendous. That's not right. Then don't go to church. No, it's good. Well, watch the game or go to church. I, I
0: I think... You can't do both. I think when Yankee games are on early and Cowboy games are on early, they should... Be on Put
1: him in church? <laughs> That'll get more men. Isn't that the whole thing? God,
0: the, God's a, a Yankee fan or something? Or God's a Cowboy fan? That's why the roof in the... Uh, bill, although, the fact that they never open the roof kind of takes away from that theory that the roof is there so that God can look over his team.
1: Oh, they keep that roof they closed in Dallas? It. it was
0: 60 degrees, not a cloud in the sky yesterday in Arlington. Was the roof open? No. Oop. Of course not. they got to play at 72 degrees and perfect. Hmm. I wish it would be open just a little bit more. They seem to not do that. Did you see uh Jared Goff and the Rams-Dolphins game yesterday?
1: Uh You're going to be shocked I did not watch Rams-Dolphins. <laughs> no, I'm not going to
0: be shocked. I don't blame you. Uh, I put it on just because uh, you know, I got home in the fourth quarter. I'm like, oh, let's take a look at this. Wow, 10 nothing Rams. Okay. It was har- – the, the quarterback play until the last five minutes where Ryan Tannehill really started to make some good throws – I thought set quarterbacks back 50 years. Jared Goff, I took this from it. Everybody should leave Jeff Fisher alone and let him coach his team because I don't know if he was pressured into putting Goff in or not, but you could see watching that, maybe he will be an all-time great one day. He was not ready to play football yesterday in the NFL. He looked awful. He couldn't complete a pass More than five yards down the field. He's running around like crazy. Uh, And the Dolphin defense is good. It ain't that good. And the Ram defense kept Tannehill down. And all of a sudden, they start making plays. It was pouring in L.A. The the game was not exactly pleasing to watch. Good win for the Dolphins. The Rams must be thinking the number one pick on him wasn't great.
1: And the Packers lost again in the Sunday night game, which a lot of people probably didn't see the ending of. Are you buying into any of this uh, Aaron Rodgers discord with the family being a factor mentally on him losing all these games? Are we
0: going back to the bachelor? Yes.
1: Well, even... Well, even bachelorette or whatever the hell it is. It was the bachelorette. Whatever. Uh, what was his brother's name? Mark. Uh, no, it was like Joey Ricky. or something. Uh, but yeah, so that brother said that they have uh, family issues with Aaron. Yeah. So it was revealed over the weekend, I saw articles. A Bleacher Report, I believe, had it. That Aaron Rodgers hasn't talked to his family in two years. Well, didn't we know that? And then you bring kind that of, up to us. But well, there's more, Jerry. He was sent Christmas gifts last year by his parents, he mailed them back to them. Okay. And he didn't attend his grandfather's funeral, a grandfather he would call before every game. It's that Olivia Mum or Mun or whatever her so name he's is. He's
0: sad and he can no longer perform. This this it's in is, his head. This plays right into it's your that theory. Woman of so his. you think you always do this to me, so I'm gonna throw it to you now.
1: Fair enough. I don't know.
0: Third and four, routine game, gotta make a completion. He drops back, granddad, granddad, oh, bad throw. Is that what we're thinking now?
1: Uh no, but it's mentally tiresome during in the that week moment, though? and he's not prepared. Right. But
0: in that moment, he makes a bad throw because he's thinking about his parents and sending gifts back.
1: No, no, no. He's thinking about his parents and, and sending gifts back during the week, during practice. Right. And then he's not efficient during the game.
0: So he's not seeing the field well. No. Because all of a sudden, a Hall of Fame quarterback doesn't see the defense.
1: And what's going to happen is, maybe not this season, but next season, he and Olivia are going to go their separate ways. Right. And the Magic will be back. But at what cost, Jerry? <laughs> that is the question. How about they're not any good? Oh, How about that. Well, how does the guy just not be good? Well, because you lose players, the
0: team, things happen. You you can't stay on the same level unless you're the Patriots. Teams go up, teams go I've down. I've never understood this is a that. Down year for them.
1: Like even Colin Kaepernick, the fact like that he, he lost soft. the start. That guy was
0: in the Super Bowl. But did you watch him yesterday? I agree with you. When he was in the Super Bowl, remember we were saying, boy, Russell Wilson, Colin Kaepernick, future of this league. And Wilson, for the most part, does look like that. He played a great game yesterday at the touchdown catch to go along with the touchdown throw. Kaepernick looks like a shell of the player we saw that Super Bowl year. He looked terrible yesterday. And it was a bad weather day, and I get that. Aside from the fake handoff and the the quarterback uh, keeper, he did nothing yesterday. So I'm with you.
1: And your boy Tony Romo wants to go to the Broncos. Well, all right. Hold on. That's a done Time deal, Of No,
0: It's not a done deal. Oh. I saw Ian Rappaport's report yeah, yesterday. Yeah, he's terrific.
1: He knows stuff. Sources
0: say yeah.
1: who, that... Those who know about the thinking right. of Tony Romo... Those that are in the know... I'll take it.
0: Right, say Tony Romo would be open to maybe looking Denver's way. And that leads to a headline,
1: Romo has eyes on Broncos. And you saw the other Come team on. that Ian Rappaport mentioned... The Jets. Jets.
0: Of course, we knew that was coming. Quick timeout. Boomer and Carton coming next on the fan. It's
1: the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Hi,
0: right, Boomer and Carton coming up in about a minute or so. Giants did beat the Bears twenty two to sixteen. The Redskins won the Sunday night game, and in Mexico City tonight, Raiders and Texans. Uh, I mentioned, or I mean, we didn't mention, but the Knicks did beat the Hawks yesterday one hundred four ninety four. Real quick, did you see the story about Marshall Plumley? I did not. So he's on the Knicks D-League team, and Kim Noah uh, goes to the Garden yesterday. He doesn't feel well. Doctors send him home. They call Plumley in Westchester, say, listen, we need you here. The problem is they called him like 40 minutes before the game. He hops on the subway, gets off the subway, has to take a cab for some reason. There's a lot of traffic. He gets out of the cab. He's running. Gets in another cab. They get him to the Garden. Mid-first quarter. He gets in uniform, and he comes bolting onto the court, and he actually played seven minutes or five minutes.
1: Like the great Thanksgiving Day movie, Planes, Trains, and Audible. Uh, A little bit like that, yeah. I just don't understand. What was so important
0: to have Marshall Plumley there for five Did you really need that body for five minutes? Because Noah can't commit to the team, Jerry. Apparently not. Boomer and Carton next. What Craig will tell you.